Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Giants and Eagles. All right, here's the deal in Philadelphia. They have not yet figured out that the New York Giants present a problem for them. Oh, they're They're, taking it for granted? They're not there yet. They're They're sensitive to the fact of all things that I ranked uh, Jalen Hurts behind Danny Jones, which was a bit of a troll job on purpose, obviously. But they they are so kind of, they filled themselves up in Philly, and I get it, rightfully so. They were, up until San Francisco's run, not even debatably an easy pick to go to the Super Bowl. I think most people tell you San Francisco now is the number one pick in the NFC, and the Eagles are number two. And that's not a slight on Philly. But they don't think the Giants can win this game. Well, That'll change over the next couple of days. They'll get nervous. You know, for all the things we've talked about, about these moments that kills you as a Giant fan where the Eagles have inflicted damage on you, the Eagle fan over the last 15 years, they have no examples of that. Like, think about it. When have the Giants done anything damaging to the Philadelphia Eagles? Not in the playoffs, right. not in the regular season where the Eagles have mostly owned them. Like, the only thing the Giants have done is, and this is big, is they won a Super Bowl in 2011, which is amazing. They won a Super Bowl in 2007. But outside of that, when the Giants and Eagles have played in the regular season and even those postseason games, you got to go back a ways for the last time the Giants inflicted real damage on the soul of the Eagle fan. The opposite has happened. The opposite's happened because the Giants have lost to the Eagles many times. They've had a ton of brutal losses. So I think the Eagle fan probably thinks to themselves, they can't hurt us. They haven't. But I'll do you one better. When it comes to the cities, Philadelphia, New York, as you guys all know, the Jets have never beaten the Eagles. Right. So just in the the exclusive world of football, Philadelphia... Owns us. No, they, they absolutely do. Oh, we got to be real about even that. Even like the Mets' regular season success means nothing because ultimately the Phillies won the National League pennant. Right. And when the Phillies and Mets, the rare times they've been in pennant races in 07 and 08, look who won those pennant races. The Phillies did. So you're right. Like the Yankees have the World Series thing. Yeah, Yankees 09. They've got course. that. Yep. But, you know, the Islanders beat the Flyers a few years ago in the playoffs. You're going to say no one cares, whatever. But for the most part, when it comes to the Eagles and it comes to the Phillies, we don't really have that much over them over the last decade. No, and by the way, both the uh, Eagles and the Giants got really good news earlier today, and that is that the Washington uh, Commodores are interviewing Pat Shermer for their offensive coordinator job. <laughs> so the failures, and then by the way, they've apparently also decided that they're going into next year with Sam Howell as their number one ah, quarterback. Ah, let's see. 
They will be one I'm of the I'm just telling more, you what, uh, what I've been told. Okay, and I'm telling you a prediction. They will be one of the more aggressive teams in pursuing a one I Lamar disagree Jackson. for one reason only. Because they wouldn't move to Washington? No. The only reason I disagree with that is it depends on when they sell the team. I don't think they're going to be major financial acquisitions with the current ownership. And if you're talking about a major acquisition of quarterback, you're talking about a big expenditure Yeah, you're going to have to money. invest big money because yeah. he's going to want a fully guaranteed deal. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure. And again, I've heard a couple things that you know, Bezos may not make an offer, but they still believe the team is going to be sold here in the next three, four months, which would allow for your know, major financial moves. Acquiring a guy like that only enhances the value of the franchise? I don't think it has any impact on so the value of the franchise. zero impact. I really don't think so. Uh-huh. I mean, you're talking about a franchise that's worth, by most estimates, uh, just under $6 billion. Right. There's no quarterback alive or dead that's going to change that valuation. The animal doesn't exist, which is really amazing, right? Like really If you, is, if you yeah. think about the some of the investments that guys made all, not all that long ago, and the, the two that come to mind, one's NBA, and there's a, a, I mean, a host of them in the NFL, obviously. But I was reading about Mark Cuban and the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. You know Mark Cuban uh, bought the Mavericks for, which Mark was a record Cuban at the was, time? Mark Cuban was in House Party as well, by the way. Oh, my own. I'm just saying he was in it. Come on. Really? Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> he was in the Illuminati. The Illuminati's in the movie. He bought the Two Dallas stories. Mavericks for $285 million, which at the time I think was a record sum right. paid for an NBA franchise. You could fact check me on that. And here's what very few people you'll know. Very few people remember. I'm gonna I'll give Big Mac a shot. You get this right, Big Mac. Wings out of door lay on me tomorrow. All right. Who did he buy the team from? And no cheating in there, Tomas. All right. Who did Mark Cuban buy the Dallas Mavericks from? I'm sure you know, right, Evan? I actually don't. Oh, you don't? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. You should know. I was gonna guess Not Tom. Not I, was gonna, his, I was gonna guess Tom Hicks. Tom but, Hicks is incorrect. Rangers yeah. owner? No. I don't know. He bought it from. Come on, Evan. What? You, neither one of you are eligible for the wings. No, I don't know. It's fine. You can tell me. Oh, this was your guy. George W. Bush? I think you voted for this George guy. George W. Bush? Not George W. Bush. <laughs> oh, because I was going to say, you own the Rangers. You know the I Mavericks. think you voted for this guy. He passed away. So someone I voted for who's dead. Yeah. Ross Perot. That is correct. And I wasn't That's old right. enough to vote for him, but I would have. <laughs> yeah. He bought it from H. Ross Perot. Ross Perot. How about that? That's my man. That's a good little ditty for yeah, you. Yeah, you know what? I really didn't know that. Yeah, so now you do. True now sto- you, you commit that to memory. True story? Uh, that is a true story. $285 million from H. Ross Perot. Uh, and Dude, now it's you, worth, what, $4 billion, I if guess? If you right? bought a sports team in like Probably the just 90s. One last thing on the story. He bought it because you know, he made all his money on Broadcast.com, right? And he bought a boatload uh, of, a, gosh, I want to say, there was a specific stock. I don't know if it was Amazon, maybe. You check the stock. I forget the company. He put like a couple million bucks into the stock. In one day, the stock like shot up some crazy amount. And that was the day all of a sudden he was liquid enough to buy the Mavericks. Hmm. He bought the Mavericks on one stock success. Crazy. Sorry. No, I mean, if you bought a team in the 90s, it's a great investment. Yeah. I mean, take a look at any franchise. 
Yeah. Look at what uh, even uh, Prokhorov bought the Nets for and then turned around within years and sold it for. Yes. No, he made, he made a, a lot of money. He made a stupid profit. Yeah, I don't know that the next generation does as well. No, I, I don't agree. know how you can. Well, look, if you're spending $5 billion for yeah. a team, you say to yourself, okay, the NFL's king. Is that franchise in the next 30 years really going to be worth $20 billion? No. But I guess if it's worth six, you could still make a bill. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I guess that's how you have to look at it. Jimmy's in Connecticut on the fan. Jimbo, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Um, uh, <laughs> but way back when, when you were talking about New York fans in Philly. Hey, man. It's like, and then you drifted to uh, pizza against the different cities. I'm, I'm from New Haven, so. Oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. New Haven pizza. You got Osalia pizza. We got two that's pizza not, places in the entire state of Connecticut. Right. Well, we got to go. Anyway, that's not why I'm calling. Because I've been to enough Philly, Philly games, uh, you know, Eagle games, the whole, you know, Flyer games. And yeah. the people in Philly are like, when they got a good lead and all that stuff, they're all over you. When it's a close game and it's like, are they down? By the way, let's like, just listen. Your e you know, Eagle fans have earned a reputation. They're, I think they're proud of it. To be fair, they're not all that different from us. They're not. Isn't let's that just what keep I've been real. telling you now for that the last being said, day and a half? But listen, I wouldn't want to walk into a hostile New York crowd either. Craig, Craig, if Astro, I was from Philadelphia. Astro fans, and I hate to bring this up, but it happened. Astro fans in bulk showed up at Yankee Stadium for game four. Yeah. Thousands of them. Did they get their asses kicked? No. Uh, they they took over your building. By the time it was over, it was Houston East Coast, dude. Like, you know why? And I don't mean this as any offense to Yankee fans, but it's the same thing that'll happen to the Eagles if the Giants have a 28-10 lead in the fourth quarter. The rats departed the ship. Yeah, that's true. That is true. They got the hell out of there, and it was your but remember, building. Saturday night game, drinking all day, getting liquored up, just waiting to bump into a guy with a punchable face in an LT jersey, <laughs> and vice versa. Like if you were sitting there in a MetLife Stadium and some jackass wearing a Reggie White jersey, can you pop them right in the mouth? That happens. No, but it's Immature not, kids, that's what they do. It's not true. Not us adults, it, we're mature now. But the problem is, Craig, with everything you're saying is yeah. it's not true. Because when the Giants play the Eagles, there are tons of Eagle fans in our stadium. Yeah. When the Giants play the Eagles in Philly, there isn't. I do have good news for you, so Giant fans. So then what you're saying is just not true. My uh, my kids named our rooster after uh, Devontae Smith. Oops. Our rooster's name is Devontae. Are you kidding me? This is the household you have? Well, here's the deal. Devontae is no longer with us. Well, you renamed him or you got rid of him? Devontae attacked a couple people. <laughs> and Devontae has been freed. Devontae is now what they call a free-range chicken. Oh. As long as he didn't attack a dory, your other Devante chicken. Devontae can go wherever Devontae wants to go. <laughs> I think that bodes well for the Giants. And I just got video of Devontae no longer with us. So he's not dead. He's no, just somewhere he's else. he's going to die tonight. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a coyote or a fox that goes, I like chicken. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen, Devontae's a badass rooster. Yeah. He's a tough son of a gun. But you can't attack uh, my daughter and uh, spend another night in the uh, in the carton coop. 
I can't believe you are allowing your family yeah. members to yeah. name the chickens Just one. after Eagle Pie. Well, listen, everybody got a chicken. Yeah. yeah? Everybody got a chicken. How's your little chicken Utley doing these days? Is I, he all we right? We did not name a chicken Utley. I don't know, man. Sonny named the rooster Devante. Yeah. What do you want me to do? That, that big chicken you have named Embiid, though, he's feisty. <laughs> yeah, but he breaks down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, my chicken's name is Bernard. <laughs> Just the way it goes. For a king. Obviously. I knew what you meant. you're trying to figure that out. I knew what you yeah. meant. So, uh, yeah, Devante has been uh, let go. So we wish him well. <laughs> I just got the video. Dude, you got to know better. That is you can't, you can't bite the hand that feeds him. I just can't get past that your daughter's naming a chicken after Devante. Oh, I said my son, my daughter. I apologize, yeah. No, you said your yeah. daughter. Not, I, yeah, it was my right? daughter. Yeah. I thought I said son. It was not son. It was Mickey J. So your daughter's an Eagle fan. She is, yeah. yeah. Now you have three sons. Well, they? They're all Jet fans? Anthony doesn't give a rat's ass. Anthony but Sonny and Lucky are Jet fans. Was this like a prearranged deal you and your wife made? I said that we're going to get a chicken so every kid can name a chicken. No, no, that's not what I meant. So, I meant the prearranged deal in terms of what team no, they No, what happened for. was, Mickey, my daughter was supposed to be a New York fan. And when we brought her home from the hospital, my in-laws had like Philly onesies, Philly diapers. And I'm a good guy. I'm not, I'm not a lunatic. Oh, you can't do that. So they indoctrinated her to the cult early on. Wow. So then I got back and said, okay, you can have that. But if I'm blessed to have more children, they are going to be New York fans. And they don't. Root and there's no wavering on that. And they don't root for any Philly teams. My boys. Like there's no split. No. no like there's no. Oh, fans. I root for a baseball team. It's no, New York. No, but no, 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 no. Okay. Nope. Wow. Nope. I got the boys. They got the girl. Interesting. That's how it goes. But now we have one less chicken. Our only rooster. Gone. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? I mean, let you know nature shores source, or you, or you could shoot them, but you decided not. By to. the way, that was on the table. No, I would be upset if that you did was that. on the table. There was a conversation. I figured you would do that. I even reached out to my buddy at Parades. I said, you know, do you want to cook a chicken? <laughs> but apparently, rooster meat's not all that good. How huh? are the eggs going though? Well, roosters don't lay eggs. No, no, your other fertilizer. I, I know, but your other chicken. Like, are we've, you uh, we've gotten them in shape now. Okay, good. The laziness has ended. We cracked the whip on that. <laughs> so we're getting like five or six eggs every day now. And you can sell that on the open market oh, for like 50 bucks like an egg. It's $9 a dozen eggs now at uh, Costco. I know. Or Trader Joe's or ShopRite's. Crazy prices for eggs. So I got that market cornered. Here's uh, Eric in Bayville. Eric, what's on your mind, handsome? Oh, what's up, guys? Hey, listen, uh, Rambo Roberts, where do you bury your dead? Why do you get so tough? <laughs> I love it. I'm Evan not tough. Is a tough guy. I go to visiting Yo. stadiums and I live to talk about it. I'm not now, tough. Now, listen. Now, I have a question. Do you think maybe they, you've never had a problem in Philly, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Philadelphia fans have the cooth of a caveman. But did you ever think, like, they looked at you from the outside and were like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't, uh, this, maybe there's something wrong with the poor guy. So you think like kind of they, the Dan Marino syndrome, basically? It's possible, no, but all handsome. I know... Dan Marino was handsome. No, I don't think you get, uh, the, no, you that, get the reference. It's no, fine. I'm no, 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 it. no. Let's get it's, back to you. It's something that Craig said earlier. Um, Maybe, but all I know is I walk in a big, tough Philly and big, tough Boston, and I've never had a problem. It's not about being a tough what? guy. It's about can... knowing how to handle yourself on the road. The problem is some people go into visitors' parks, and they act like jackasses, and that brings attention to you and usually leads to an ass-beating. So I'm Agreeable. smart enough to Agreeable. know how to handle myself when I go in these other buildings, for the most part. But this, that, that whole going to other stadiums, that's a real young man's game. You know, like in my 20s with a group full of dudes, 
I went to the World Series in Philly with the Yankees. We traveled. And how'd you know? You were okay? It was, no, it was like an episode of American Gladiator. (laughs) It was nuts. Yeah, but wait a second. Hold on, Eric. Were you obnoxious? Like, be honest. Were you screaming, obscenity? Of course. Okay, well, then that's your fault. Yes, I do. But no, but listen, no, it was on the way out. I didn't know. I wasn't running my mouth. And next thing you know, there's 11 Philly fans. There's 11 of us. And then it was like, you know, it was like West Side Story. In all seriousness, the one time I ever had an issue in Boston was because the guy I went with was a jackass. The guy I went with started saying we were at a Patriots game, yeah. Jets Patriots, and he started talking about how the Red Sox suck. He was well, wearing his Yankee, and he brought the attention. Well, there's that, that, always going to be someone willing to accept that. But right. that's my point, and Eric gets it. If you go into these buildings and you don't look for the attention, and you just watch the game. And you don't make a spectacle of it. You will live to talk about it. You will call us up Monday and say it wasn't a problem. And I either had the time of my life because we won or a horrible time because we lost. And that's just the facts, man. Yeah, It's I- not about being tough. I'm not a tough guy. I'm a smart guy. I know how to handle myself. And the one time I wasn't, I admit it, was at Yankee Stadium. It was game two of the World Series, and I lost my mind on Roger Clemens. I admit it. But you know what? And what happened? Nothing. You want to know why? Because Yankee fans knew I was right. And so there was never an issue. Okay, that's what happened. They did. I was in the upper deck, 10 rows from the top. You can't tell me it was all hootie-tootie area. And when Roger threw the bat, I MF'd him a lot. You know what I mean? Uh A lot of words. Yeah. Not proud of this moment. Yeah. Stood up and screamed. This snot-nosed 17-year-old red-headed douche. That was me. I mean, you probably weighed 112 pounds soaking wet. So? And people felt for you. Okay. Like, uh, you know how that goes. Either way, I survived it. Like, you know, that kid's probably got problems at home. Let him say what he wants to say. No one punch him. So the, so the advice is, if you go to deal. Philadelphia, look like yeah. you're, you know. Look like you're beatable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look like there's no way that guy knows how to make a fist. Uh, so we're going to let that one go. That way you can live to tell the story <laughs> that I went to Philadelphia and I survived. Yes. That's all. Look, I do agree with one aspect of it. Although it's Saturday night in Philly with all the drinking that's going to happen, much like it would here, does pose a little different situation than the average you know, Sunday afternoon game. I would say, and I, this, this is a good thing just for life, mind your own business. And if you mind your own business, you can typically oh, correct, avoid correct. problems. Look, that's the... It's when you get involved in other people's business or you invoke yourself into a situation that there can and will be problems. Like, here's a simple, simple example. If Jalen Hurts throws an interception... On the opening drive. And you get up and turn around to an Eagle fan and go, yes. in your face. Yes. It's coming back at don't you. Don't do that. Now, right. you want to clap because Adoree Jackson picked him off, of course. Yeah. But don't taunt, Jay- don't taunt Jalen Hurts and don't taunt the guy sitting next to you. But wouldn't it be if fun you- to do that? Of course it would be fun. Which is why you stay home and you do it in your living room. No, no. I'm just giving you the advice on how to handle it. Oh, okay. Because I'm not the toughest guy in the world, yet I've survived all these buildings. Shut your mouth. That's the secret. Just Shut saying. your mouth and have a good time. It is a it is a good thing for life. Mind your business. Did you see Mike McCarthy dancing last night? I did, uh, and he put on one of the he yeah. put on the chain or something. That was unbelievable. Yeah, Mike <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah, funny because I didn't see Kirk Cousins uh, dancing Sunday afternoon. No, I didn't see him with no shirt on, with the seven or eight gold chains around so his neck, correct, so doing correct. the topless dance. I have to admit something, and yeah. you're gonna make fun of me for saying this. So last night, I, I checked out the old 22s. I had to do it. I had to check it out. 
On the final play, just the final play. Okay. The All-22 is a video you can see where you see the entire field. So Justin Jefferson was completely doubled. He's right about that. K.J. Osborne, over the middle. Open. He was sort of off. Uh, coming left to right. Coming to right. Coming to, right, to yeah, the yeah, right. coming to the right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kirk had I did see that. He had about a step on whoever was guarding him. Yes. yes. Had a step on him. Like, yeah. wasn't wide open. He would have had to have really drilled it in there, but, but it was a was, possible throw. But you know what was cool about where K.J. was? He was past the first down marker. What a concept. Yes. Boy, that's one of those plays that haunts you forever. Because as fans, we don't get it. Nor should we. Like, you have to get eight yards to keep your season alive. Why are you running a three-yard out? But credit to the Giant defense, because the other thing I saw in this is that Justin Jefferson was blanketed. Like, he right? was doubled, had no room. Now, granted, he's Justin Jefferson. Could he make an incredible catch like he did against Buffalo? Of course. And I totally get the Viking fan saying just throw it up to him. Right. But to the Giants' credit, their coverage on him was tremendous. All right, well, good job. Uh, who doubled him? Did you, did you see who it was? It's tough to see. It's tough to see the numbers. He's like, on, I was really he's on to the bottom of the screen when I watched it live. I, right? have a, I took a picture of it if you want me to show it. No, there. I'll pass it. You don't care enough? No, no. Should I tweet it out? I mean, game's old news. I'm looking forward to Philadelphia. All right, fun. I'm looking forward to it. You know, by the way, if the Giants win, not only do the Giants beat the Eagles in advance to the NFC Championship game, they also end a guy's career. Did you know that? Say that one more time. I wasn't if the listening. Giants win, obviously they advance to the NFC Championship game against the winner of the Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers. They also end a career. Uh, my former colleague at WIP in Philadelphia, the morning guy there for 30 years, is a guy named Angelo Cataldi. He is retiring regardless, but he's not retiring until the Eagles season is over. Really? They've already announced his replacement. I knew he was retiring, but that's yeah. the guy. He's not doing it until it's and over. And he said, I kind of owe it to myself. And selfishly, as I respect, and I would too, right? You, yeah. You've lived all these years. You have one Super Bowl victory in your 30 years uh, tenure there. And he said, I, I will retire You know, the show after the Eagles are eliminated or win the Super Bowl. So if the New York Giants beat the Eagles... They end his career. And he does one more show, and, that, and, and that's, that's a wrap. I like that. How about that? I like that concept. That'd be great, right? End the guy's career and knock the so, Eagles out. do you know Angelo well? I, I wouldn't say I know him well now. I did back in the day. He... I worked with him from 93 to 97. Okay. Do you think Angelo's sitting to himself right now thinking, the freaking Giants just do this for me? No, I think you want to go out. I just uh, want to end this. I've know, had enough. With a Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, he saw he saw one five he years ago. One, but yeah, right. I mean, at this point, I mean, look, you're retiring. You're either retiring on Monday or you're retiring the following Monday or two Mondays after that. I don't know. I think there could like be February some. February 13th is your last day if it's not Monday. There could be some people in our industry and in this city who would probably secretly say, all right, can we just end this already? Like well, enough. How much money you got in the bank, right? <laughs> No, like once you once you get to this stage, it's it's over. Come on, yeah, but you want like it? You want to win, right? Yeah, but wait, no. Don't I... you want to be on the air for a championship no, no, and then I... go off to the sunset? Now, I've never been on the air for my own team's championship. I have been for the Yankees, for the Giants, all that. But Philadelphia is a lot like New York in that we thrive off anger. So wouldn't it be better to have your final show bitching and moaning after an embarrassing loss to the Giants? Nah. Or, yeah, we won the Super Bowl, just like we did five years ago. All right, I'm out. I'd want to, if, if I had made the announcement that I leave when the you know Jets season is over and the Jets made the playoffs, I'd want that run to go to a Super Bowl and then I walk away you know, as, as a champion. Matter of fact, they'd probably give me a ring. <laughs> right? Do you think I'd get a ring from the Jets? Probably not. Probably not. 
<laughs> nice well, I'm not even sure the Jets are talking to me anymore. Yeah, what you happened? get a ring for uh, ticket, season ticket plans. Get a Wait, ring. Way to help the show, buddy. The ring. Well, you've gotten many rings from the Oh, Jets, now you're right? changing the ring. You're using the other. <laughs> yeah, that's how about maybe just you'd get a ring for yeah, season tickets. Think it through. No time. ring. No, ring no, a ding I know. Ding. I get it, but yeah. now, now you're just killing it. No, I'm not. Now, I mean, the show should have got it. Now we're just. I mean, you're in a whole. The problem is not my fault. You should have got it. You got yeah. called twice. No, but the problem is, Big Mac. Big Mac, you're making a reference to something that happened off air. No one in the audience gets it. Yeah. Well, I thought he could expand on it. It's called teeing him up for a story. That was a really good tee up there. Okay. Also, not that great of a story. Also, it wasn't the best. In my office, it was funny when I was doing it, but I would have shared it if I thought it was good for on the air. I have been around a little bit. I, you know, but you keep going if you got more. <laughs> saying you have mentioned it. Uh, you mentioned the last time they called oh, you. Okay. If you own a business that's been a bumpy ride, kind of like what just happened there. <laughs> Eat. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast carton and roberts on the fan wfan wfan fm and wfan.com sorry right now craig is performing surgery his headphones have gotten tied up in the seat which caused him to flip the seat over in anger and frustration, and then like a 75-year-old man who doesn't know how to use technology. I'm every show. So I'm, on my, I'm on my seventh pair of headphones in the last two years. Uh, totally my fault. I blame nobody. I take full ownership of the fact that this cord's too long. It gets wrapped around the chair. It's a and whose fault is that? It's Why on you. It Get a shorter cord, I blame man. nobody but myself and the manufacturer of these lousy headphones <laughs> who make cords way too long. I don't need a long cord. That's all. And you missed Big Mac played the Rooster song, and you missed it. I apologize. I'm sure you're brilliant. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a free-range rooster now, so I just checked. I got a video. And now, you know, the kid's like, oh, but he's going to die tonight. Well, that's the idea. It's the idea. 
right? Isn't that what Einstein said? Evolution. Let Survival of the uh, fittest. That would, yes. be, that would be Darwin. What happened? That would be Darwin. Uh, it was Edison. He's a <laughs> nephew of Darwin, but close. So it's in the family. I'll accept that as a So you an just answer. went from Einstein to Darwin to Edison? Who? What? <laughs> where? Ben Franklin? When I think of Edison, I think of Harold's Deli. <laughs> so uh, I don't know where how we got there, but I'd like to have some pastrami if somebody wants to pick a couple pounds up for me. I tell Harold, I said, hi, he's a great guy. And he has the best pastrami and corned beef in America. Not up for debate. Sorry, Second Avenue. You lose. Here's uh, JoJo in Cranford, New Jersey. Joey, what's on your mind, handsome? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing this afternoon? Doing great, thank you. Wonderful. So uh, I'm the rare Eagles fan in North Jersey. My I man. Want to talk to, All good. I want to talk to you guys about how I became an Eagles fan, but also how crappy Giant fans are to Eagle fans sure. at Rock Stadium. Why not? All uh, right, so uh, my dad and brother are actually Giant fans, and I was actually a Giant fan uh, growing up. But at the young age of five, when the Giants blew that game, Against the 49ers in the playoffs, I think it was in 2001. 2002, I yeah. I couldn't be a fan of this team. Wait so a second. Year, so that was the game that caused you to quit? Trey Junkin is the reason why you said, I'm done. I can't root for these losers. Evan, I couldn't do it. How do you blow that big of a lead in the playoffs? You know, it's embarrassing. But anyway, so that year, I think the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Yep. I was just getting into football. Uh, my flag football team was the Buccaneers. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be a Buccaneers fan. But then and, then that they, year, and then they beat the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Yep, that's correct. But the following year, the Eagles beat the Bucks. I think, in the divisional round. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be an Eagles fan. And my dad taught me a very good lesson that day. He goes, hey, nobody likes a front runner. Uh, so you got to pick a team and stick with it. So ever since then, I think it was 2003, I've been an Eagles fan. So now... I was at the uh, Miracle at the Meadowlands back in 2011. I was a freshman in high school, and I went with my dad, my brother, uh, my neighbor, and his son. And we were in the upper deck, almost like last row, and the abuse that I was taking from these Giant fans, uh, that was when Mike Vick was playing, and they are telling me that I hate animals, that I kill animals, and I'm just nice. an innocent 14-year-old. Didn't even know what to say. The, Giants, the Eagles are getting the crap out of them. It was beat, I was getting beat up so bad, not beat up, but like mentally. Uh, or they were causing you mental anguish. It was, I was getting verbally. How much longer is this story, by the way? Like, are we going year by year until you're thirty, or we <laughs> can we wrap it up here shortly? I want to be, well, no, be good about this, but I just want to. Be, I just want to know. No, 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 no. But the, I was just going to say that, that yeah. to Evan that I, we ended up leaving the game because I was getting verbally abused so bad, and they were like, "Oh, oh this kid took enough." You so never I missed saw the entire the comeback. Oh, uh, yeah, we oh. missed, I missed the entire comeback. Well, yeah. that, listen, that's a, a story that uh, I've lost time in my life having to hear, but I <laughs> certainly uh, appreciate it. <laughs> listen, you're in a tough spot. I appreciate it, though, and Saturday should be a fun day until about 11.30 for I'm one curious, of us. I'm curious, at what right? point in the story did you lose interest? Immediately or uh, halfway through? Pretty uh, early on. Early on. Like him abandoning the Giants yeah. after the Niner game, was that Yeah, uh, trade Junction and Gunchin and abandoning teams. That's uh, a crazy talk. <laughs> I mean, but that guy set him up. So I, I guarantee you, I don't know what that guy does. That guy's probably riding a fence. And if the game goes to the Eagles' way, I've been an Eagle fan since I'm 14. If the game goes the Giants' no, way, no, no, I'm no, in a Giants no, fan. No, no, that's not fair. There was nothing about what that guy said that makes you think he's riding the fence. Well, I, I also find... didn't hear a lot of what he said. Well, okay. To be honest, I was distracted. I was watching uh, 
uh, my favorite uh, Twitter account, Fight Haven, mm-hmm. and I was enjoying that. Is that guy breaking, he's spreading his uh, whole soul to you I couldn't I. lie to you, Evan, and tell you that was a riveting story, and I, I, I feel for the guy, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm watching Fight Haven on Twitter right now, and I'm fascinated by one guy taking on nine guys, uh, dressed like the Undertaker Whoa. and taking care of business. Now you have me interested. All right, Did you, there say you go. Undertaker? Yeah, I said Undertaker. <laughs> That's right, okay? So we're all good, baby, okay? I did think to our last call, if you're still listening, I thought your story was fascinating. His story is great. I'm sure it works at cocktail parties all the time. His fame is like we've heard this the last nine Thanksgiving. This is how yeah. I became an Eagle fan. So, January of 2003, you may recall. And to be fair... That guy is not a real Eagles fan. You got to have it in your blood from birth. I'll, I'll, I'll represent for Eagle fans. You can't at 14 years old suddenly change ship and consider yourself a real diehard. He wasn't 14 years old. He was five years old. You didn't listen to the story. Oh, he so was amazing. five. He said he doesn't fu- remember what happened when he was five. Craig, he said it. Fu- he was 14 during the Miracle Game. Who knows what That's he's talking what he about? Said. You botched the whole kid's story. Five, like you know and what you, happened when you're five years old. You have any recollection? I know what happened when I was five. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna tell me. Here we go. And then Bush became president. <laughs> Reagan, Bush, one of them. I'm sure it was one of those two guys. I don't know which one it was, but probably Bush. It was he probably Bush. had Bush 41. He won in 88 yeah. over. Uh, there you go. Remember yeah, who he beat? You are. He beat, uh, he beat Dukakis. Yeah. Dukakis. Michael Dukakis. You would have had a field day with that. I would have. Oh, because the name's Dukakis? Correct. There you go. I would have uh, gone right into the gutter with the name Dukakis. 100%. Eh, probably. <laughs> I can't deny that. Here's uh, Pat in Manhattan on the fan. Pat, what's good, Hammer? Yeah, can you imagine that last caller on a date? That no. That would be brutal. Yeah, well, uh, how about the woman that falls in love with him? That's what she looks like. Oh, <laughs> oh that's not what she looks like. She looks like Cliff fan. Kingsbury, hot girlfriend. I'm sure she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she Probably was a Giants fan, and then she switched to the Eagles, and that's how they fell in love. End yes. of story. There we go. We wrapped it up. <laughs> so I had a call because I was buying eggs as you were talking about the eggs. Seven ninety nine for it's a crazy. dozen eggs. At uh, Gourmet Garage, which is a very fancy... Well, Gourmet Garage is a ridiculously overpriced, expensive market here in the city. That's number one. These three one on Broadway. There's another one uh, in the uh, in Soho. You're paying exorbitant uh, prices to go to Gourmet Garage. But even if you went to ShopRite right now, or Gristini's, or D'Agostino's, you're still looking at seven bucks a dozen. That's where we're at. And I was looking at it, so it's because of this disease that these chickens have, and yeah. that's what's causing it's this whole thing? Philadelphia chicken disease. <laughs> is that what I think we're going to blame all Philadelphians for it. <laughs> Philadelphia is what causing happened? our eggs to cost No, all much. jokes aside, there was a guy in South Philly trying to make love to a rooster, and next thing you know, <laughs> there's this avian flu that's killing all the chickens. <laughs> Started in Philadelphia. It's kind of like COVID started in China, allegedly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the avian flu started in South Philly. <laughs> That's just a story that I've been told, but again, I can't I can't confirm it. Hi, S&Y, buy S&Y. Thank you, Grubba. We have the Lab League theory, and we have the Philadelphia screw The guy theory. was horny. It was a uh, cold winter night. He figured, I got chickens. I might as well make love. And you know where that Lab League started from China? Guy from Philly moved over there and Guy did that. Guy from Philly over there and he bats. Yes. Ate Next him. thing you know, he came back to Philadelphia. We all got COVID. <laughs> It's it amazing happens. how that works. It happens. Stop blaming the Chinese. Just blame Philadelphia. That's it. We're all getting crazy with that. Have you ever eaten a bat? Only once. Did you, I'm did you enjoy a bat? Who the hell 
Who would eat a bat? I never had bat. Have you ever had a bat? I don't think so. Do they even eat bats? Like anybody? Any human? There's some cultures that eat bats, sure. Is that really a thing? Yeah, I think that's, yeah. yeah. Really? I yeah. I mean, it's just a bird. I'm sure it's got meat on it's it. It's not a bird. It's a mammal. Where are you? Why do I have to be the smart one once in a while? Does it fly? Yes. It's a bird. It's a mammal. Okay, and whales aren't mammals. Am, I, am, I, fish. Right? am I right about this, by the way? I'm, I'm, right. Right. I, right. I'm not sure. You don't know either? A bad fly. I'm not sure it's a mammal. I thought it was a, well, I mean, I guess rodent. Eggs. I think it's a rodent, so rat, rodents and mammals. A rodent? Yeah. yeah, I think it's a type of rodent, actually. A it's a mammal. Oh, a mammal. I'm right. Say the educator, Evan Roberts. You're yeah. welcome. Okay. I, it's a bird. You call what you want. It's in a, my it's world, it's a bird. It's not a bird. Again, you guys are right. Where yeah. I come from, well, wh- it's a bird. Well, what's a penguin? A penguin? Yeah. It's Is it a bird? A they bird. Don't, they don't fly. Huh? They don't fly. Well, they can get up in the air a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, chickens don't fly, but they can get up off the ground for a split second. Right? Yeah, but it's a little. Right they, they fly a little bit. I mean, you ever see an ostrich fly? It's a bird. Well, that's why I'm just trying to, we've established <laughs> that you don't care about facts, so I'm curious what you determine <laughs> Listen, a bird is. If, I, a, if you're I, going with birds fly, then I'm curious what you think of an ostrich. On the streets of the Bronx, yeah. where I'm from originally, <laughs> before my family emigrated to New Rochelle right. and became Huguenots, <laughs> we were taught as children, if it flies, it's a bird. No, okay. here's Those the definition of a bird. So anything that flies is a bird, no. but not necessarily all birds fly. So, so Zips here's are zoodles, the, but not all zoodles are. I don't know what here's that the means, definition a, of a bird, and you tell question. me what the mammal, uh, what the uh, bat hits. Already, okay. Having a body covered not, with feather, feathers. If I may, does a, does if a I bat may. have feathers? I don't care what the, eh. I don't care what the definition. Does it is. have scaly legs? Eh. Does it have a beak? Eh. Does it have no teeth? Eh. Does it bear young in a hard shelled egg? Honestly, I don't really know, but I think eh. you're over five. Now, if it's Incorrect. a mammal, it doesn't lay eggs. If I may. Bang. If I may just counter that very briefly. Go ahead. All counter right. me. What you don't understand, because you're a suburban kid, uh-huh. is that there's street knowledge and book knowledge. Right. Where I come from, bats are birds. Period. Stop. <laughs> and that's it. We don't really know what a penguin is, so I'm not going to go down that road with you. As far as I know... I don't know. Do you know what a bat is in the Urban Dictionary? Okay, I'll I tell you one better. I'll tell you one better. Whales, fish. No, it's not, not mammals. mammals. No, they're mammals. Okay, you say what you want. It's they a need, mammal. They need oxygen. On the streets of the Bronx, all, if it swims, what? <laughs> it's a fish. What the hell would a all whale right? have to do with the streets of the Bronx? Uh, on that's the streets of the Bronx. Okay, you tell Cabeza, all right, who's from uh, the Bronx, all right, you tell him that a whale's not a fish, you get slapped right in the Did face. Did you see what uh, the bat means in the Urban Dictionary? Because I looked bat? it up, yeah. I mean, it means, means your schwanz, right? It's a maneuver in which the... I'm no, I don't get into maneuvers <laughs> after you get yourself in trouble. All good. I All didn't good. do it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.